If the New Orleans Saints want to get right on offense, they got to get together, and especially Derek Carr and Chris Olave. Time to get on the same page. We got all of that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked On Saints. You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome in to another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much to all you everydayers out there making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, you can subscribe and follow always for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, so you never miss the latest episodes. And if you want to keep the conversation going one-on-one, take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, early access, and much more, you can head over and become a Locked on Saints insider by going to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Saints today to join a community I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I am your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on your favorite social media, your New Orleans Saints expert, credential member of the media. You can find me over at Saints News Network, Tuesdays on the Locked on NFL podcast, and here with you every single Monday through Friday, and then some on Locked on Saints. And on today's episode of Locked on Saints, we are live here on the Locked on Saints YouTube page, breaking down the New Orleans Saints injury report going into uh, the eighth week of the season. And to kick everything off, I want to take a look at Derek Carr and Chris Olave and the steps that they're taking to get on the same page. If the New Orleans Saints offense wants to bounce back and get right, then these two guys need to get on the same page. And they're taking some steps to get that done. Appreciate everybody for being here for another live episode. I see you, Jerry. Reed made it out. Reed and I were just watching uh, uh, Deuce Windham, our, our, our homeboy over Rev Deuce. Uh, over on his Twitch channel just a second ago. So super dope that Reed made the trip over. Elite Hayden, uh, let's see, Kwashi, I see you. Kevin, uh, I appreciate y'all very, very much for being here and making us a part of your day. Um, look, one of the, the biggest things that has drawn so much scrutiny and so much attention and so much analysis and so much opinion uh, around this New Orleans Saints offense over the course of the past couple of weeks has been the connection or lack thereof so far between Derek Carr and Chris Olave, which Let's be honest, and Derek Carr, of course, starting quarterback, Chris Olave, the top, one of the top receivers, along with Michael Thomas and Rashid Shahid, of course. Now, you add on top of you know the expectations that this team had going into this year in terms of what this offense could look like, the collection of players that they had, the uh, idea of how this system would come together, all of that. And so far, the Saints haven't been able to capitalize on all of that talent, all of that excitement. And one of the biggest things that we paid attention to all throughout training camp was buying in to Chris Olave, buying in on the connection between Derek Carr and Chris Olave, because all training camp, all, you know, throughout the season, all that other stuff. Um, I, after all of that, we all felt that this was going to be a big time connection and Chris Olave was going to have this big takeoff year, all that in his second season, everything. And so far, look, Chris Olave is putting up the numbers, right? He's effectively on pace to do exactly what he did last year throughout his what 15, 16 games that he played last season. However, at this point, what we're seeing is a little bit of a, we're seeing all the disconnects, right? We're seeing all the disconnections. So now it's just important for these two, as you look ahead to the next 10 games to wrap up the season, but in particular, this mighty important three game stretch against the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis here at home against the Chicago Bears, and then back on the road against the Minnesota Vikings ahead of that, that bye week. 
the most important stretch of games, those two have got to get back on the same page the way that they were, or as it seemed, all throughout training camp. So how are they taking those steps? Well, uh, Derek Carr spoke with New Orleans media at practice today, and he was asked a little bit about, you know, what was going on with the, uh, you know, with everything going on with the Chris Olave arrest and with all of the stuff around Chris Olave and him over the course of the past week, had they talked? Well, Derek Carr says that he reached out via text to Chris Olave that he and Chris jumped on FaceTime. He mentioned that there were some tough conversations that were had with other members of the offense. I assume conversations with Chris Olave as well. And I think if I'm extrapolating and if I'm speculating a little bit, those tough conversations, if there was one between he and Chris, that it probably came down to effort conversations, which we've seen lacking on the Chris Olave side. And very likely Derek Carr probably had to own up to the yelling and shouting at him. What are you doing? Run, run, all that other stuff. So I imagine that both of those were the topic of those, let's call them challenging conversations or, or tough conversations. Uh, as as Derek Carr mentioned. But I do think that that's a good first step. Now, it might be up to you whether or not you believe you know how that conversation went or if that conversation went as described or if that conversation happened, but it's not something that Derek needs to lie about. Like He didn't have to say that they had a conversation. So it seems weird to me that that would be something that was fictitious or, or fabricated in some way. So I'm going to take him at his word, as I think we all should. Uh, but the biggest thing is not necessarily did you have the conversation? The biggest thing isn't what was the content of the conversation. The biggest thing is going to be what's the result of the conversation, right? Like we can talk about all the phone calls that we've had all throughout time. How many times have you had what felt like a productive phone call, but then when you had to lay everything down from that phone call in practice, that it didn't work out and you've been left disappointed. That happens. That's happened a lot. It's happened to me. It's happening with customer service, like the exact opposite of what it's supposed to, what that experience is supposed to be like. And so when I think about, you know, where things are between Derek Carr and Chris Olave right now, the biggest thing that has to be taken into account is what's the result? What is the result? Not the process, not the conversation, not the content, all that. It's great to hear that that conversation happened, but what's the result? And so what are you looking for going up against the Indianapolis Colts? I think you'd like to see a 100-yard game from Chris Olave, one that he has strung together and the type of thing that he has strung together quite a bit over the course of his rookie season and even early on in this season. I think you'd like to, of course, see them be able to be on the same page in terms of what the expectation is on plays, what that communication is like, all of that. But that communication has to fix and has to adjust beyond just Derek and Chris. It's got to also go throughout the rest of the offense as well. The Indianapolis Colts right now are allowing the 19th most passing yards in the NFL at the moment. And in terms of scoring, they're giving up the uh, 30th most points in the NFL at the moment. This is a spectacular matchup for the New Orleans Saints offense to show, okay, on the same page. If they can't do it this week, there's no reason to believe that they're going to be able to get it done, right? And they can't just do it when they go up tempo. They've got to do it when they get into this game. They have to have a fast start. They have to get everything started and they have to be able to maintain that moving forward throughout this game. So uh, I think that it's great that the conversation happened. That's exactly what it needs to be. Uh, Dennis Allen asked about Chris Olave. He said, look, he was going too fast. He's got to slow down. That's about it. We're not making any more of it. And I think that's a wise way to go. Just like I said in my episode a couple of days ago, that you have to be 
supportive of one another right now. Like if you're this team at three and four, a disappointing three and four, you have to be supportive of one another, not divided. So here's an opportunity for them to prove that. Can they prove it is a whole other conversation. Certainly we'll see. But unless we see the results, it's going to kind of be all for naught. You need a win this weekend. I completely agree with you, Gundam. All right. So coming up next, we're going to take a look at the Saints injury report and injury updates. Key players returning this week. One key player out on Wednesday, but doesn't seem like there's anything to be concerned about there. So mostly good news when it comes to New Orleans Saints injury updates today. Got that coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Locked on Saints brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs is the number one spot you need to go when you are looking to add on and build your team. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best and most qualified candidates available. And that's exactly what LinkedIn Jobs is here to help you do. Candidates are going to be able, you're going to be able to uh, get candidates from all types of different skills, qualifications, all that, but you want to be able to call them down before you even interview them. That's what the screening questions are there for. Really simple, but really, really helpful tools in your process. It's one of the many reasons why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading candidates. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today's episode also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is easily the most fun and exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And it's the only way that I play fantasy at all because I love it that much. You pick two to six players. Prize Picks is going to give you projections based on those players and their potential performance in the upcoming games, matchups, matches, however it is that you're looking at it. Everything from the NFL, NBA, MLB, golf, tennis, whatever it is that you're looking for, they got you covered. You choose whether or not the players are going to come in at more or less than those projections. And bam, if you get those right for two to six players, you can win up to 25 times your entry back. And they also give you injury insurance as well, resetting and rebooting players if they get injured during the first half of a game and don't return for the second. It's awesome. Prizepicks.com. So locked in NFL. That's where you need to go. And into the promo code locked in NFL in all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. It's the first deposit match up to $100. Uh, once again, with that promo code locked on NFL and at prizepicks.com slash locked in NFL as well. Let's get it. Who that nation wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints with a quick look at the New Orleans Saints injury report as they get ready to go up against the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. So as we take a look at this injury report, the first thing that I want to note is that Juwan Johnson, the New Orleans Saints tight end, is back at practice and that could not be you can't find better news than that, honestly, if you're the New Orleans Saints right now. Um, maybe you can, right? Maybe you look at it and you go, okay, well, Demario Davis wasn't missing at practice after he came back, played on an injury that he was told he was going to have 0% chance to play on the week before. How cool is that? Uh, but outside of that, like really, really good news for the New Orleans Saints to have Juwan Johnson back because they have missed him bigly. I mean, look, the Saints have struggled to get their tight ends involved in the passing game. They've struggled to attack the middle of the field. They've struggled to stretch the field in the, in the middle of the field as well. All of those things Juwan Johnson helps you with. And Juwan Johnson gives you a yards after catch threat that is a big old body for Derek Carr to be able to target as well. Juwan Johnson gives Derek Carr his kind of Darren Waller, right? 
that style of player in the middle of the field. And that is massive for the New Orleans Saints. And it is massive for Derek Carr as well. And so if they get him, if they've got Taysom Hill, who was limited today with a chest injury, if they've got Fosmer, if they've got Jimmy Graham, then all of a sudden they finally have sort of this full complement of weapons at that position, which they have not had all season, maybe outside of the first game of the year. On top of that, the wide receivers are healthy and the running backs are healthy. Kendra Miller, full participation with a shoulder injury. He had that shoulder injury. I believe it was his right shoulder before the game started on Thursday, led to him not being able to really be utilized in the game. Jamal Williams is already on a pitch count coming off of injured reserve for his first game. So it was a heavy Alvin Kamara game because of that. Now, next week might actually be this game against the Indianapolis Colts might actually be the first time that we really get to see the three-headed monster of Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, and Kendra Miller. And speaking of Alvin Kamara, he missed practice today, but with an illness. So, and I know that there's been something going around big time that's been knocking everybody off their shoes, knocking everybody off their feet. Like, I, I, might, might be that. Uh, but if Alvin Kamara is good to go this weekend, which I'm going to, I would bet that he would be, um, that's huge because you have your entire complement of wide receivers. You should have your entire complement of tight ends. And you, in that case, you would have your entire complement of, uh, running backs and you're getting the majority of your offensive line back. It looks like, um, Andrews Pete seems to be good. Um, Ryan Ramchick is limited coming out of that concussion protocol. So he was back at practice. Landon Young was back at practice with a hip injury. The only offensive line missing from practice on uh, Wednesday was James Hurst, who's your swing guard tackle. He could be your starting left tackle. We'll see how the Saints go about that. But if they end up getting him back later on as well from that ankle injury, then we could see the New Orleans Saints have everybody healthy going into this game. So everything is trending in the right direction for the New Orleans Saints so far. A couple things to watch. Both Tyron Matthew and Marcus May, the starting safeties, limited with injury. Tyron Matthew was limited all week last week, still played. And then uh, Marcus May adds the injury report this week with a hamstring injury. Hamstring injuries, calf injuries, groin injuries. Those have been the bugaboo of the New Orleans Saints so far this season. So hopefully they're able to shake that and be out on the field because you'd love to have your full complement of talented defenders out there as well. So, so far, things are headed in the right direction. And I'm seeing the comment already, offense still stank. That might be the case, but we got to see what they look like against Indianapolis. I'm not trying to get anybody's hopes up. My hopes certainly aren't up. You got to prove it, right? You got to see it, and then you got to see it again and again and again. Can't just be a one-game wonder, a one-hit wonder, if you will. But the Saints do need to have their full complement of weapons out there if they hope to get anything going over on the offensive side. And I love this question that came in from Dale. What? Or Sorry, no, it wasn't Dale. It was Gundam. Where is Jimmy Grant? Um, and that is such a good question. Because Jimmy Graham was signed six foot seven. I love the red zone, he says. And then he's never been utilized in a red zone. He's been a major tell for the New Orleans Saints offense and what they want to run, as has the usage. He hasn't been a major tell. His usage has been a major tell. And you've seen major tells in the usage of Keith Kirkwood and Lynn Bowden as well. The Saints need to get out of their own way, which might be the biggest competitor they have this weekend. Not the Indianapolis Colts, but themselves. If they just got out of their own way, fixed the communication issues, stopped with the predictable play calling, stopped with all of the tells and the, the, the easy you know hat tips that they give to defenses and all that other stuff, then maybe, just maybe, they can get something going. But again, we can't know that until we see that. So we'll give them the opportunity maybe to be able to see it. The Saints are rolling forward with the personnel that they have in terms of coaching staff. So now it's on them. It's 100% on them to make it all work. All right, y'all. I, I love what Jerry said. You got to show me. That's exactly the attitude that you should be having. And speaking of that, actually, 
Mickey Loomis. Mickey Loomis was on the New Orleans Saints general manager, who, by the way, our new show here, Renner Ranks, that does rankings for NFL every day. It's a super awesome show. Mike Renner is a part of Locked On Podcast Network. Like, what? How cool is that? Um, but Mike Renner does does rankings every day. He did a top five GM show today, and he ranked Mickey Loomis as the number five GM, taking into account everything that he has done since 2006, right? Bringing in Sean, revamping the New Orleans Saints, the 2017 draft, the 2006 draft needs to be talked about as well, all that. But then also qualifying like, yeah, there's a little bit of a downturn here recently. And Mickey Loomis today was talking about or, or maybe yesterday, was talking about how the expectations for this team should still be very high, and he wants fans to have high expectations too. Now, here's what I'll say about that. It's great to have high expectations, but the higher the expectations, the larger, the higher the bar that they will have to clear. So have your high expectations, and let's wait and see what happens. All right, y'all, I appreciate you so much for being here for another episode. Big thank you to everybody that came through and uh, caught the show live. Hayden, Kwashi, I see you, Ro. Gundam, Jerry. Uh, let's see. We got Buck. We got Robert. Uh, we got Elite. Ro, I appreciate y'all very, very much for coming through for another episode and for making Locked on Saints a part of your day and a part of your routine. Coming up tomorrow, we're going to be joined by Jake Arthur of Locked on Colts on our crossover Thursday episode to get you ready for this weekend's game between the New Orleans Saints and the Indianapolis Colts. And it will be live again right around this same time tomorrow evening on Thursday as well to get you all caught up with everything that we learned from practice. Appreciate you. As always, make a Locked on Saints a part of your day, part of your routine for saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you see me, please say hi. And if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.